Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. Wait a minute. We got We got I just read Jeremy Ratliff reminded me that uh, that I need. There's something very important that needs to be done before we do anything else um, today. And so I want to make sure that we I want to make sure that we get this out of the way. And it doesn't appear to be working, though. Oh, here we go. Let's try again. It's Friday. There we go. That's it. Yeah. Jeremy Radler, by the way, he's our like hype man, man. He's uh, he comes in here and uh, and he's all it's the it's Friday edition of the Mark K show. And he gets really excited. I don't know if he's excited because that means that he doesn't have to listen to the show for a couple days or if uh, he's legitimately excited for us. Um, either way, we appreciate his uh, we appreciate him building up the excitement and, and enthusiasm before we come in here with all of our technical difficulties. Listen, what what an exciting day so far. I, I've had a very interesting day today. For those of you that know, uh, you know, a little bit more about me than than probably I'm comfortable with. You know that I uh, I have a job before this. We host a morning show, which is more entertainment-based, till about 9 o'clock, and then I come in here, and uh, and we put together this show, really. I mean, okay, I come in here like 9.45. We spend about 15 minutes planning, and then we just kind of like, you know, fly by the seat of our pants for a couple of hours. But, you know, it, it seems to be okay, and people seem to enjoy it. So this morning, I did, I woke up, I was invited by the Deerwood Rotary Club to come and speak. And they invite me to come and speak about once every four years or whenever they have like a last minute cancellation. And they're like, "Ah, oh, we're really we're we're really in the, in the lurch. We really need somebody to fill in. And I said, no problem. No problem. I'll do it. So I, I was I woke up a little later today because I didn't go to my other job. I woke up a little later. I, I zoomed into this uh, this Rotary Club meeting. I was the guest speaker, spoke for about 20, 30 minutes about the media and politics and all that great stuff. And then I took questions. And I'll tell you. The questions were very, it was very eye opening. It was very uh, interesting to see what these, because, you know, the, the Rotary Clubs, typically professionals, a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people who own and operate their own businesses. It's a lot of people who, uh, who basically are, are creating businesses and, and economies here in Jacksonville and around the area. So you, you really get a, you really get to, uh, you really get to take a, a look and see what Typical, average, ordinary business people are thinking and what their concerns are. And the questions we got, I'll tell you, it was amazing. First of all, in the informed. I mean, all the, 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 if you're a, if you're a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're, if you necessarily rely on yourself or, or you're a business you've created your own mind for income, if you have employees, you are definitely more dialed in to politics than anyone else. And I think that's a, that's something that I'm noticing even on social media. There's a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that I follow, a lot of people that are, you know, they might be called motivational speakers or they might be called, you know, what, uh, what do you call it, like online entrepreneurs, whatever. Um, and, you know, I, I do a little bit of that myself when we sell our T-shirts, for example, in our stores. But um, most of the people who have created their own businesses and their own livelihoods and understand uh, the value of money and the importance of money and how 
taxes can be really deadly to a business or to business growth when they understand what it what it takes to to hire employees and and pay payroll taxes when you really get into the political systems of running a business you seem to be way more informed than anyone else and that's the group that i was with uh this morning and they were very concerned about florida and the electoral votes they were very concerned about the election they were very concerned about um, you know what would happen if joe biden actually won who would be in charge and and that is something that I think when it comes down to it, when it boils down to it on Election Day, if you are a business owner or a professional, if you are concerned about your your welfare and your family's livelihood, then you need to make sure you're going to vote. I mean, it is it's almost like when you get hired at a new job, you've got to fill out all that paperwork. And if you don't fill out the paperwork, a the money doesn't appear in your bank account. B, you don't get your health insurance, all that stuff. You need to make you need to treat voting that way. Voting is as much a part of your business and your life as going to the doctor. I mean, it's 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 your financial checkup. And you've got to realize that for the next four years, you could have somebody in charge of the country that wants to let you keep as much money as you possibly can, who doesn't want to take your hard-earned money, who wants to make it easier for you to start a business, to grow your business, to expand your business. If you want to hire people, they want to make sure that there's people out there that are ready, willing, and able to do the job, and they want to make sure that your customers have more money in their pockets because guess what? If they have more money, they're more willing to spend it. People only spend when they make enough or keep enough of their own money. And this is something you need to really understand. And that's why I think that this election is is so important. And when it comes down to it, one of the one guy asked, you know, what's going to happen with the youth vote? What's going to happen when people go in there on November 3rd and cast their ballot? It's going to come down to common sense. It's going to come down to a common sense decision. I'm going to go in there and say, look, do I vote for Donald Trump who, you know, guy's bombastic, guy's kind of kooky at times. He tweets a lot. But I'll tell you what, up until coronavirus hit, I was making money. Uh, my taxes were down. I was happy. I could buy my kid that bike that he wanted. I was hiring more people for my business. Customers were, I mean, it was off the hook. I had people writing me on my website wanting estimates for this, that, and the other. And I really saw a, a big, bright future ahead. Is that the guy I'm going to vote for or I'm going to vote for this vegetable who I don't know who I don't know what he says half the time. I don't know what he really stands for. He keeps going back and forth. It seems like he's in bed with the socialists, even though he says that he's not. He's hanging out with Bernie Sanders and Kamala Harris. And these people have driven California into like the doldrums. I mean, the taxes in California are exorbitant. The uh, the overreach by the government is exorbitant. Is that what I want? Is that what I want? Do we want here or for the entire country what we see in Pennsylvania, which is leadership that is that is putting these these blocks on businesses, and these stay at home orders in place, which are deemed unconstitutional? I mean, it's going to be a common sense decision. People need to realize that the president of the United States does not have as much power as the Democrats want to give him. The, the president of the United States does not control the weather. He didn't light the wildfires in California. He didn't make the conditions in California such so that these wildfires were con would continue to burn. He hasn't been an environmentalist. He's not creating all of these hurricanes. He's not going to wipe out suburbia with superstorms the way Joe Biden is trying to scare people into thinking that he will. Donald Trump is the president of the United States, and I've read the Constitution several times. I know what the separation of powers is. I know what his job is. He's the leader of the executive branch. His job is there to execute the laws that Congress makes. He's the chief executive of the United States. He does not create and control the weather. 
But Joe Biden and the Democrats are trying to make you think that he does. They're trying to tell you that he is the he is the uh, climate arsonist who is in control of all of these terrible, horrible, evil things that are happening. And that four more years of Donald Trump is going to send you into climate turmoil. The, the more of the country will be ablaze. And that's just that's just BS. And I think most people are understand they understand that. They realize they realize that Donald Trump doesn't control the weather. They realize he doesn't make it rain. He doesn't create hurricanes. He doesn't create floods. I think they're pretty clear on that. And when Donald Trump does go to an area that's been ravaged by hurricanes or floods or fire, guess what happens? The governors there are like, you know what? We have to say thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your quick federal response. Thank you for giving us the money and the resources we needed. Thank you for declaring an emergency declaration so that we could access all the supplies we need to get ourselves back on track. It happened with Gavin Newsom just last week in California. First thing he said was, President Trump, I have to thank you for everything you've done for us. We couldn't have asked for a better response. COVID-19, Governor Cuomo was saying, I have to thank the president of the United States. He got us all of the stuff we needed and he got it to us quickly. No questions asked. That's what the president does. But according to the Democrats, Donald Trump is all powerful. According to the Democrats, Donald Trump creates viruses, kills people. He controls the life and death of of individuals. 200,000 people have been killed, killed by coronavirus, by the Chinese. No, by President Trump. This guy is God. I mean, this is this guy's God. He controls people's lives. He controls the weather. It's amazing that what and, and now they're also saying that Donald Trump is going to control the election. If I were the Democrats, I'd just stop running because there's nothing Donald Trump can't do. I mean, he's like he's like Dumbledore. He just he just takes his wand and whew, whatever he wants happens, according to the Democrats. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. We got some of your phone calls. So yesterday, Joe Biden held a a town hall meeting. And I have to tell you the difference between the town hall meeting that uh, that uh, that Donald Trump had the other day with ABC News and the town hall meeting that Joe Biden had with CNN. I mean, it's the difference between a wedding and a funeral. It's it's crazy. But there were two moments there were two moments that the, that the media, I don't think, is going to point out to you. Two things specifically that Joe Biden said that, that work in tandem. And I think it's important because that will help you really realize what's going on in the Biden campaign in these few final weeks before Election Day. 855-765-1045. We've got that. We've also got uh, we've also got some fake news Friday today, right? Do we have fake news Friday today? Well, we sure do. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Stay tuned. It's the Mark Show. We'll be right back on 104.5 WOKV. Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045. Guess what today is? It's Friday. Uh, and if you don't believe me, maybe you'll believe this guy. It's Friday! See, he told you. 855-765-1045. So, all right, so uh, here's what's going on today. First of all, by the way, thank you for everyone who's streaming us live everywhere, all over the globe. I mean, we've got people on YouTube. We've got people on Facebook, on Twitch, Periscope. We even have some people uh, that are streaming right now, and we really appreciate it. Also, we have a, a mobile app where if you're driving and you, you, for whatever reason, drive out of range, or if you're in a place where you can't get the radio or you want to go in the bathroom and use your iPod earbuds, whatever, uh, just go to 104.5 WOKV in your app store, download the app. You can hear us anywhere, anytime. And best part is you can be part of the show by leaving us an open mic message uh, like this guy. Oh, hold on. Let me, let me play this from the beginning so that you can hear it. Hey, Mark, there's an open mic. Here we go. 
I like mine with lettuce and tomato. Heinz 57 and French fried potatoes. Is that because it's National Cheeseburger Day? Either that or National Jimmy Buffett Day. I yeah. forget which one. I think they're one and the same. Uh, 855-765-1045 is number. All right, so Joe Biden yesterday, Joe Biden had a town hall meeting. And the questions were... The questions were as as softballish for Joe Biden as they were hardballish for Donald Trump. Uh, basically, Donald Trump had a bunch of of Democrats and Joe Biden supporters come into a room and hit him with really tough questions that he then answered off the cuff, impromptu, with information that he had stored in his brain. Joe Biden had a bunch of people come in and and basically just praise him and talk to him, and they had him uh, tell talk about why Donald Trump was so bad. Also. One of the other big differences is that during the Donald Trump ABC town hall, George Stephanopoulos interrupted Donald Trump all the time. Even the question askers interrupted Donald Trump all the time. They were fact checking him live while he was speaking at, the, at Joe Biden's uh, town hall meeting. Nobody was fact checking anything. And there were a lot of factually inaccurate statements being made by the former VP. But. Anderson Cooper wasn't interested in the facts. He was just interested in moderating a debate that made the vice president look better than he actually is. But a couple of things happened. First of all, this woman got through. I don't even know what her question was, uh, but the way she started it, I think this should be the next Donald Trump campaign ad. They should lift this clip from this Joe Biden um, uh, town hall and use this in all their campaigns. Listen to how this woman begins her question. I look out over my Biden sign in my front yard. And I see a sea of Trump flags and yard signs. Okay, so, so she gets up. They're in Pennsylvania, by the way. They're in Pennsylvania, which is a must-win state for Joe Biden. And she's like, look, hey, Mr. Vice President, how are you? I, I think she's a little concerned about the enthusiasm. And she says, I look out at my little tiny Biden sign in my front yard over a sea, a slew of Trump signs and Trump flags. And wouldn't you know it, that seems to be exactly the case uh, here in Florida as well, and probably in Wisconsin and upstate New York. And I'm guessing Ohio has a, a C. What was it? Did she say C? I look out over my Biden sign in my front yard, and I see a sea of Trump flags and yard signs. And this is poignant for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's Pennsylvania, and you've got a sea of Trump signs to her one Biden sign. Here's a woman in Pennsylvania who's convinced that Pennsylvania going for Trump in 2016 was a fluke, and they can turn it all around. But when she walks out on her front yard, all she sees are Trump 2020, Trump Pence, mega! And her one little tiny Biden Harris sign is stuck there floating around, bobbing, gasping for air in a sea of, of Trump paraphernalia and Trump support. And she's thinking to herself, how is it that you're going to win this election if all I see are these Trump signs everywhere? Now, couple that with the uh, with the polling information we found last week from Rasmussen that Donald Trump voters are secretive. Donald Trump voters don't show their support for Donald Trump for fear of retaliation, for fear of vandalism, for fear of destructive, you know, people throwing bricks through their homes and keying their cars. And when people call and say, hey, do you support Donald Trump? They say no, because if these people have the telephone number of a Trump supporter, think of what what else in what other information they could have and how they could take advantage of that and harm them. So now you've got all of these openly supportive Trump voters in this woman's neighborhood Couple with that, the fact that most Trump voters don't even like to admit it. This woman's thinking to herself, 
oh, my God, I could be the only person in Pennsylvania that's voting for Joe Biden. It's a serious problem. It's a serious problem for Joe Biden. Because when you look out at the signs and the bumper stickers and the hats and the shirts, you see those aren't even the people hiding. The majority of Republicans don't say a word about their support for Trump. And if all she sees are Trump signs, man, she and Joe Biden and the Democrats, they've already lost Pennsylvania and probably a bunch of other states. 855-765-1045. Quick break. Two more things from this. I don't want to play all the lame stuff from this town hall, but there's two things you need to hear. We'll get to those next right after this on the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark, I got a question for you. Yesterday, there was a city vehicle taking Trump signs down on Hexer Drive. What did we ever find out about that? Because we know the news won't report anything. Burn. <laughs> Burn on the news. Uh, we did find out a little bit of information about that. Apparently, some guy called in um, yesterday and said, hey, I just passed a white truck and guys with orange vests were driving up and down Hexer Boulevard. Or is it Hexer Boulevard, right? Yeah, could be. And they were taking Hexer Drive. Hexer Drive. Why do I always want to call it Boulevard? I have the bougie. Uh, anyway, Hexer <laughs> Drive. They're driving up and down Hexer Drive, and they are taking signs, Trump signs, and throwing them in the truck and driving off. And then they see another Trump sign. They take the Trump sign. They throw in the truck. They drive off. And somebody thought, oh, my God, there's Democrats running rampant in a white truck with orange vests, and they're stealing these Trump signs. Now, I was a little I'll be honest with you, I was a little concerned that that may not be the case because most of the Democrats I know who steal yard signs, they don't wear reflective gear. They wear black and they wrap their faces in black and they do it in the middle of the night or they just drive over them and, you know, like just just drive over it and then just head on out. So it seemed to be a more of an official thing. And we found out from a guy who, who lives on Hexer Drive, called his wife and said, baby. Go see if our sign's still in the yard. She went on and said, no, it's not there. Uh, apparently, though, what happened was, with a little bit of research, there's an area between your your land and the road. It's like they, usually there's like a little drainage ditch or whatever they call it. There's a name for it. I forget what it's called. Uh, but the area between your actual property line and the road is owned by the city or the county or whomever, and you're not allowed to put signs in that area. So if you put a sign, let's say, in your actual yard, close to your door, then it's okay. However, most people, they want their sign seen by the traffic driving by, so they put them as close to the road as possible, inadvertently putting them in county-owned or city-owned land, and that's why these these uh, guys were driving up and down, taking the signs out of the road. Now, it also seems like they were targeting Trump signs because, I mean, let's face it, there's only Trump signs out there. No one's sticking Biden signs in their yard. And if they are, they're probably not putting them that close to the road because they probably don't. I mean, we almost have the opposite problem here in North Florida. It's almost like you're more embarrassed to put a Biden sign in your yard than you are scared to put a Trump sign in your yard for fear of retaliation. Although it seems like that may be the case in Pennsylvania, too, based on this woman at the Biden uh, town hall yesterday. Hey, Mark, I got a question. Oh, no, wait, that's not her. Where are they? Here she is. Over my Biden sign in my front yard and i see a sea of trump flags and yard signs and think about how despondent you must be to like you're so proud to get your biden sign and you stick your biden sign in your yard and then all of a sudden you just see a sea of red of trump flags of trump banners and and that's not even the secret trump voters that we know pennsylvania is just 
is just littered with. So it's really concerning for the Democrats. And I think that that question at the town hall yesterday is something that they need to pay attention to. Uh, Something that the rest of us need to pay attention to. There were a couple of moments in this Biden town hall that went by seemingly without I mean, they just kind of went by. They were just kind of weird moments. Nothing really interesting. I don't think a lot of people glommed onto them. But these are the two moments that I really I, I listened and I watched and I saw these two things. And I think that they blend together pretty well. Uh, and I'm going to play that the first one was when uh, they were asked a question about Donald Trump and the military and how Donald Trump is as a commander in chief. And Biden, Joe Biden, who's running for president, continued to perpetuate the myth, the lie that Donald Trump uh, dishonored fallen soldiers by calling them losers and suckers. And he did so with I don't know if it was genuine grief or if it was a little bit of staged grief or if he just realized his depends were full. I don't know what happened, but he he grimaced and almost seemed to cry uh, during his response. Here it is. My son died of cancer. He came home from Iraq. And I have to tell you, it really, really offended me when he volunteered to go there for a year. And he came home because of with stage four glioblastoma. And the president referred to guys like my son. He won the Bronze Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal. Referred to them as losers. Losers. Talk about losers. He got really, he was really going for the Academy Award, but talk about losers. And he got this pained look on his face. And the problem is that this is not true. We know now there's 25 people who have said that Atlantic uh, Weekly article about Donald Trump calling the soldiers, the Marines, losers and suckers about not wanting to go and pay tribute because he was tired uh, and not because of the rain and the Secret Service pulling the plug out. We know that that story was fabricated. We know it was not true. The editor has said it could not have happened there. There is a possibility that it was fabricated. And the uh, the Trump campaign came out with 25 people on both sides of the aisle, both Trumpers and never Trumpers and Democrats, everybody who said these events never happened. This is a media hit job, a liberal hit job made to look make Donald Trump look bad, made to drive a wedge between him and his supporters in the military. Yet here's Joe Biden on stage talking about it. And is he interrupted by by Anderson Cooper and fact checked live? Is, is does Anderson Cooper say, I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President, I'm sorry, but we actually have to we've, we've, we know that that's not true. Um, so we can't have you perpetuate those kinds of, of of lies and rumors. No, he doesn't do that at all. He doesn't do that at all. In fact, yeah, look look back at the the George Stephanopoulos uh, town hall with Donald Trump. Here's George Stephanopoulos li- like live fact checking the president. We're going to be doing a health care plan very strongly and protect people with pre-existing conditions. I will say this. They will not do that because, because they I, have I, I socialized. Have, I have George, to stop they you have socialized I, I, I just have to stop you there because it's just on a couple of points. Number one. Okay, I have to. I don't, Mr. President, I know you're talking and I know that this is your town hall to get with your other. But I have to stop and make a point because what you're saying is totally inaccurate. But here's here's Joe Biden saying that the, the president inaccurately called dead soldiers losers and suckers. When he volunteered to go there for a year and he came home because of with stage four glioblastoma. And the president referred to guys like my son. He won the Bronze Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal. Referred to him as losers. Losers. Okay, where's Anderson Cooper going? I, I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to stop you there. I have to stop you there. Because that's a falsehood. That is fake news. That story never happened. It's not. It's not. I mean, first of all, Joe Biden either thinks 
that it's true. Nobody ever told him that it's not fake. And Anderson Cooper doesn't want to stop him because he doesn't want to try to confuse him even more. Or Anderson Cooper is not actually moderating a town hall. He's just giving uh, Joe Biden a, a free pass on any kind of information that may be that may be, well, you know, just made up. That may be malarkey. Whatever happens to the no malarkey tour. Remember that? No malarkey, except when we're talking about things Donald Trump never did that make him look bad. That's the only malarkey we're going to allow here. But there's a deeper issue. And, and later on, there was another question about uh, there was another question about using the military, how Donald Trump used the military to uh, quell the violence in Washington, D.C., and how he talked about the Insurrection Act and said, look, we'll go in. We'll use federal troops to save our federal courthouse from being burned down in Portland. They asked him about that. And here's something Joe Biden. I want you to listen to this because this is very telling. Think of what the rest of the world's looking. You know, I mean, I don't read the international press, but I get it delivered to me all the time through my advisors and the old security people. They're looking at us like, what in God's name is going on in the United States of America? Okay, now this is telling. This is telling. Listen to this. Joe Biden. Joe Biden says, I don't read the international news. I get it from my advisors and my old security people. You know, I mean, I don't read the international press, but I get it delivered to me all the time through my advisors and the old security people. And the old security people, those old security, what does old security people mean? It means the deep state who's been working uh, in Washington, D.C. with the Clintons and the, and the Bidens and the Obamas and everybody else uh, for years that are handcrafting the message. Here's what I think's happening. I think that Joe Biden is being hand-delivered information. He's being hand-fed these stories, and they don't give him too much. And if a story's proven to be inaccurate, they don't, they don't try to question it because they want him to go out there and continue to hammer home this narrative. I think that Joe Biden's aides and advisors and campaign staff, they are keeping him away from the news. They, he just said, I'm not allowed to read the newspaper. I'm only allowed to cherry-pick the information that my aides bring me. So I think Joe Biden doesn't know. That that story in the Atlantic magazine was fake. I think they brought him the story. They said, tell Joe Biden, Donald Trump called his son a loser. Maybe he'll go up on stage and cry one day in front of Anderson Cooper and 14 people in their Buicks. And it'll be a great soundbite. I think that's what they did. And I don't think Joe Biden knows that 25 staffers have come forward and said this never happened. That the Atlantic article has been proven bogus. I don't think he knows anything about it. I think he just knows about the story itself and none of the fallout. What else doesn't Joe Biden know? What else is his staff keeping from him? What information does Joe Biden really need that he's not getting? Because A, they don't want to confuse him. And B, they just want him to get out there and keep pushing these lies on the American people. It's a serious question. Somebody's pulling the strings. When you control the information, you control the power. Somebody is controlling what information Joe Biden gets on a daily basis. Whoever that person is. That's the person that's really going to be in power should he somehow win the White House. 855-765-1045. Got to take a break. We will be back. More of the Marquee Show is coming up on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. 855-765-1045 is our number. Getting a ton of open mic messages today. If you want to leave one, uh, you can do it. Just go to the open mic feature in our mobile app, 104.5 WOKV, in your app store. Uh, you can leave something like this. Hey, this is Doug with Bold Carry, a local firearms instructor here in Jacksonville. I heard yesterday you had some questions about concealed weapons licenses and uh 
owning firearms, carrying firearms, all that kind of stuff on the show that were unanswered. Uh, if you would, just give me a call at 904 and I would be glad to answer any of those questions for you. Thanks. That was great. That was more like a voicemail message than an open mic yeah. message. But I appreciate it. That's great. Did you bleep? Did you write down the number before you bleeped it out? I sure did. Oh, great. Perfect. Maybe we'll give him a call. No, I found it. Somebody called yesterday and said uh, ammunition is the new Bitcoin. Because it's so it's so hard to find and people are willing to pay a premium for it. So I went home and I bought a bunch of ammunition for guns that I don't own yet, which is uh, which is kind of exciting. Stocking um, up. That's yeah, good. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, hey, if someone's going to who's who's more powerful, the guy with the empty gun or the guy with all the bullets? It just shows you plan ahead. I plan ahead. Which is a yeah. proper, like responsible One gun owner. Day yeah. I'll have a gun and when I do, I'll be able to fire it. It's better than having guns and no bullets. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. Uh, 104. Let's get to it. We've got some people that have been waiting very, very patiently. Um, so let's get uh, let's get to it. This is Katie in Boston. Hi, Katie. How are you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? Happy oh, Friday. Happy Friday to you, too, Katie. What do you want to say today? Uh, I just wanted to tell you a quick little story that happened to my boyfriend. Interesting Uh-oh. enough. Yeah. So he moved in with me over a year ago or about a year ago, regardless. That is interesting. Um, went to the United States Postal Service online, uh-huh. changed his mailing address. Okay. And, of course, you can always update your voter registration, which he did. Sure, yeah. They sent him confirmation. And then I saw a clip of some women having a hard time voting in um, a prelim, and it got me thinking, I should check on this. Yeah. So I, w- I went online to check him, and he's not registered to vote. Oh, he's not? Nope. Does he and know? then I put in his previous address, Yeah. and he was not registered at that address that he used to live at for over two years. Did you talk? Did you tell him he's not registered to vote and he needs to go do that? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we went online and we fixed it. Yeah. And we did get confirmation that he's now registered at the correct place. So he's all set. Thank that's, God. Cause that's great. Yeah. We wouldn't want November 3rd to come around and uh, him walk in there and not be able to vote. No, and that's right. up on the that's evening a, news. That's a, that's a great point, too. Um, if you're not get, and here's how you can there's an easy way to tell if you're not getting mailers from various campaigns, if you're not getting sample ballots, if you don't have anything from Donald Trump or Joe Biden or both, uh, if you don't have any have anything from your local representative, if you're not getting crap in the mail that's politically motivated, odds are you are not registered to vote because that's how they get that yeah. information. So, Katie, great reminder. Thank, and thanks for fi- you're registered, too. Right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. I just what shocked me most was the fact that they gave him confirmation. Yeah. No, you know, look, you know, I mean, so we thought he was good to go. No, the government, you know, it's hey, thanks so much for calling. Uh, we really uh, we really appreciate it. Dean on the south side. Hi, Dean. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K show. Hey, good morning. I just enjoy your show. Oh, thanks, man. I, I appreciate really believe it. that I really believe this election is going to revolve around uh, the Democrats being successful as far as uh, they're dumbing down of the educational system. Just saying these untrue statements you mentioned earlier and uh, just a corrupt mainstream press. I mean, it's just, I mean, Biden, it's just anybody that can have any critical thinking skills, and that's what the education system does. Basically, people do things based on emotion versus critical thinking skills. Yeah. That's going to be the big um, influence during this election in 45 days. And I just think another question I have for you is uh, how is Biden, I mean, basically campaigning from Pennsylvania last night, President Trump was in Marathon County, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. which he carried in 2016, and he carried most of Wisconsin, with the exception of Madison uh, County, uh, the county surrounding Madison, Milwaukee, and then some yeah. uh, counties in Northwest. Sure, uh, Wisconsin, though. But uh, I mean, he's out there in the counties that he carried back in 2016, and Biden's still sitting in his basement in Delaware. I mean, well, what's that? 
I mean, look, they're let, Dean, great question. And uh, we are going to we're going to get into some of that. In fact, somebody asked me about that this morning when I spoke at the Rotary Club um, at Deerwood. And, and there is something that people need to really understand kind of about why Joe Biden is slowly getting out of the bubble. And we'll get to that here in just a minute. Uh, stay tuned. I've got to take another quick break. Eight, four, uh, eight. What's our number? Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 1045 Stay tuned. More coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. I'm telling you, man, this this is the most this is the most damaging thing said at the Joe Biden town hall last night in Pennsylvania. I look out over my Biden sign in my front yard and I see a sea of Trump flags and yard signs. Ah, uh, damn right you do. I mean, come on. What is it? the enthusiasm for President Trump this time around is just it's it's even bigger than last time. And here's the difference. Here's what happened. Here's where the Democrats really have an issue. And then we'll get back to the phones. I promise. The problem is that the the enthusiasm last time around for Donald Trump was before he was president. It was we don't know if this guy can be president or not. We don't know if this guy can do what he says. We don't know if this guy's just trying to, you know, create the ultimate reality TV show. We don't know if this guy's full of it. But we're willing to trust that he's going to do all these things he says he's going to do. We're willing to take a gamble on whether or not Donald Trump is going to make America great again and lower our taxes and rebuild our military and restore order and faith in the United States of America and fix our trade deals and build that border wall. We're willing to take a chance on Donald Trump because Hillary Clinton is just a worse choice. We're willing to bet on a reality TV star who has no experience in politics because we believe that person is going to be better than Hillary Clinton, who's been in politics pretty much most of her adult life. Think about how bad a candidate that makes Hillary Clinton. Think about what a slap in the face that is. That'd be like that'd be like them bringing a baby in here and saying, here's a baby, Mark K. We're going to give this baby your show for the next two hours. Because this baby has no experience. This baby has never been on the radio. This baby, the headphones can't even fit over this baby's head. But what we're going to do is we're going to give this baby your show for two hours. Because we think this baby would do a better job than you would. They might be right. Anyway, that's basically what happened with Hillary Clinton. Fast forward four years. Now you've still got the enthusiasm for Donald Trump. You've still got that core of individuals who was willing to make that bet, that blind wager on Donald Trump. They were willing to make a blind wager on Donald Trump as the president. And they they made that bet. And four years later, they're looking around going, wow, that was the best bet we ever made. Because look at where we are. Look at the economy. Look at the, the taxes. Look at our standing in the world. Look at how much greater this place has become. Look at the strength that people see in America. Look at the peace that's erupting all over the world. Donald Trump was a better choice than Hillary Clinton. And now we've got to make that choice again. OK, who we got? Joe Biden? Come on, Joe Biden, that guy has done nothing for 40 years. That guy is a closet racist. That guy is 80 years old almost. That guy can't think on his own. That guy is not going to be president of the United States. That is not a better choice than Donald Trump. They're rehashing everything all over again. There was a book, a French book called The Wager. It was by a, a French, um, I guess he was like a, he was like a, like a mathematician and he was a the philosopher. His name was Blaise Pascal. 
And Blaise Pascal wrote this book called The Wager, and it was about God. And his his thought process went in his theology on God was, look, you can believe in God and trust in God and pray to God. And if you do and you live by the tenets of God and the Bible and your religious lifestyle, and if there is a God, then you die and go to heaven. And if there is a God and if there is a heaven and you believe in him and you die and you go to heaven, then you live an eternity in paradise. What's the what's the flip side of the coin? There is no God. You walk around not believing in God. You die. Nothing happens. Your soul evaporates. You're never heard from again. Okay, but then there's the third option. You don't believe in God. You act like there is no God. And then there is a God and there is a heaven. And there is a hell. And guess where you end up going? So Blaise Pascal's a whole process of elimination was, look, you've got to you've got to believe because if you're right, you cash in. And if you're wrong, you lose nothing. And that's where we are with Donald Trump once again. It happened in 2016. What's the we can wager on Donald Trump. And if we win, we win big. And if we lose, we're no worse off than we are before. Same thing's happening now in 2020. Only we've got four years of Donald Trump under our belts. And we see that not only is he a better choice than Hillary Clinton, not only were we willing to bet that he could do everything he said, but now that he's actually doing it, more people are out there willing to bet that he can do even more for the next four years. Because it's no longer a bet. Now it's just proven. 855-765-1045 is the number. This is Patrick in Pennsylvania. How you doing, Patrick? Good, how are you? Oh, doing great. What do you want to say, sir? All right, so um, I had actually two kind of questions. Okay. So, all right, so the first question is, is considering that we have a $22 trillion debt, maybe closer to the $23 trillion area, Yeah. are we, are we Americans being set up for an economical collapse, whether we vote for Trump or whether we vote against Trump? And the only reason I'm asking is this, Asking this is, if you see what the Democrats are doing, as far as with, especially like here in Pennsylvania, where we have the shutdowns yeah. and, you know, the economic factors of that, as well as higher taxes on us here in Pennsylvania, yeah. but yet all that tax money is basically disappearing into an abyss. Sure, yeah. Uh, with Governor Wolf uh, as our governor. So I'm just trying to figure, you know, I mean, you have two sides of the coin with Biden. Yeah. If we sell out to socialism, that means, in my view, basically totalitarianism, which would be way higher taxes because, obviously, you know, the tax money is going to be going to the government. I think I I understand what you're trying to say here. Look, here's the thing with the uh, with the deficit, the, the Democrats. It's very interesting when you look at what they're trying to do in the House of Representatives and why they're stalling any of this new relief package. You've got two points to it. First of all, there's uh, there's a limitation to the amount of money that the, that the Republicans want to send people because the Republicans want people to get back to work. They want to force people to go back to work. If you keep handing the money, they're going to stay home. If you keep handing the money, they're not going to argue. I mean, one of the biggest one of the biggest benefits to uh, to the economy is when people in Pennsylvania and people in Michigan and people in California go and argue and yell and scream and say, open back up, open back up. 
because they need to apply the pressure to their local governments and their local leaders to lift these unconstitutional stay-at-home orders and, and stop work orders. They need to boost their economy back up because when people are working, they pay taxes. When they pay taxes, stuff can happen. Now, the Democrats want to keep handing people money. And then when you hand people money, your your taxes are cut off. So the only way you can make more money is by raising taxes, raising taxes on people who are working, raising taxes on businesses, raising taxes on on millionaires, raising taxes on people who inherit, raising property taxes, raising taxes all over the joint. And that's what's going to happen with the Democrats. Now, the fact that they want to give people more money, but they don't want to cut taxes is is telling because the Democrats are all about spending. They're all about spending. And what the Republicans want to do is create more jobs, which creates more tax money, creates more tax revenue, whereas the Democrats feel the only way to increase uh, tax revenue is by increasing individual taxes. It has the opposite effect. It forces more people out of work. And when there's more unemployment, that's less people that are that are paying taxes. They're, they're not paying income taxes. They have no income. So the best thing to do is to cut taxes so more jobs are created. And if the Democrats win... Uh, what you said is is exactly what they're going to do is they're going to crush rich people with exorbitant taxes of 70 percent. There people are there's going to be firings. There's going to be layoffs. There's going to be massive unemployment. And then all that money they take from the rich people, they'll dole out to you at like a thousand bucks a month. You know, just enough for you not to go crazy, just enough for you to live on. And then when you're like, hey, I can't afford my house anymore, they'll build some public housing, environmentally safe public housing with moss walls and and, you know, clay toilets and whatnot that AOC is approved of and solar panels everywhere. And that's going to be expensive, but they're going to build it and let you live there for free uh, because, you know, they're taxing everyone else at 70 percent. It's not going to be it's, you're right about the totalitarianism. You're right about how they're going to change the United States of America forever. Uh, and that's another reason why, you know, you should think about that before you vote, because maybe you don't want America to be changed forever. Maybe you like it the way it is. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show. We got fake news Friday on the way, too. Stay tuned. It's coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Howdy. It's the Mark K Show. I'm reaching out to our Western uh, viewers and, and listeners. Howdy. 855-765-1045. We're going to get back into some fake news Friday here in just a minute. First, though, David's in Orange Park. Hi, David. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Listen, I just wanted to give you a shout-out for, for um, you know, uh, really talking about the uh, the small business entrepreneurs and, and supporting the Rotary. And I just wanted your listeners to hear a, a real story from my company and um, we're a small company. We were only 14 employees um, prior to the Trump administration. Um, the Trump administration uh, actually came in and, and they did what they said they were going to do, and they cut taxes. Um, you know, they cut payroll taxes and, and, and taxes in other areas that we also have to pay for other services to keep our business running. And we were able to take that money and we were able to increase our workforce by 20%. Wow, that's great. So that tax cut. Well, we're a small company, so yeah. that was only three employees. But but when you look at it as a percentage, you know, look, the, the tax cuts that, that Trump has imposed is real. And, and I'm not a rich person by any means. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a tax cut, as the Democrats want you to believe, is, you know, is them letting the rich get richer. Well, well that's not true. It, it, it's letting the, the businesses expand. And we were able to go into some other markets, which increased our market share, which was able to um, allow us to increase employees. Yeah. And now that is going to spin off into us being able to do 
more and expand a bit more, which all that money is going back into the economy. So, you know, look, we're a real-life success story, and, and we were hogtied by the Obama administration uh, for eight years, and our taxes were much higher. And, and look, I'm, I'm living proof that, yeah. that no matter what your politics are, for businesses, things were bad under the eight years of, of President Obama. And, and but President Trump came in and he took off a lot of those regulations. He cut our taxes. Sure. And, and man, it, it's just, it, I think this is playing out more and more across America than, than, you know, the mainstream media wants to admit or will ever report. David, so, and, uh, thank and you for letting me get that out there. And absolutely. I absolutely. Listen, first of all, we appreciate you listening to the show and we're so glad uh, that you were able to, to build your business. And you bring up a great point. And this is something a lot of times people don't understand. And, you know, there's there's various different people in the workforce. There's there's the large corporation. We work for a large corporation. This radio station is is part of a large corporation that owns six radio stations and two TV stations here locally, not to mention like 88 radio stations around the country. And God knows how many TV stations. I think we own a cruise line. I think we bought Twinkies. We've got I mean, this we, we were Twinkies. Yeah, we bought. Remember Hostess oh, sold Twinkies. Oh, it's fantastic. I think we bought them. Oh, man. You think we'd have them in the in the break room? We get those on Mailtime Tuesday. No, I don't know. We used to own casinos, but we sold them, I think. Oh, which man. Is kind of, anyway, so we work for a large corporation. So when Donald Trump's tax cut came out, the large corporation was saved millions of dollars. And people mistakenly believe that corporations are greedy. And what happens when a cor- when a when a corporation makes millions of dollars? You know what happens? The five guys who run it fly to some you know getaway and drive Lamborg buy Lamborghinis and smoke cigars and just buy you know I don't know guns and women and whiskey and whatever. That's not what happens. Our corporation said, "Hey, we have all this money." We're, we we got it back as a as a tax refund or as a tax cut. You know what we're going to do? We're going to give it back to the employees. And every employee here got a check. If you worked here for like 10 years, you got $1,000. If you worked here for like four years, you got 500 I don't know. They figured it out somehow, what, whoever got what. But everybody, they reinvested that in their employees. Now, when the employee gets the money, typically what do they do with it? They go and buy something stupid like an Xbox or we go, you know, to the beach and blow it all at the lemon bar. I don't know. That's what happens on the individual level. And that's okay because that's putting money back into the economy. But in between the large corporation getting millions of dollars uh, back in taxes and this and the employee of said corporation who takes the one thousand dollars they get back and goes and blows it on something stupid. You've got the small business owner. And the small business owner, like David, who just called in from Orange Park, they use that money to build their business. They use that money to say, okay, we got some money back. Our expenses are down. Sure, we could buy a Lamborghini. But instead, why don't we hire three new people? We can expand our business. We can get into other markets. Some people say, you know what? I really need to sell more. That money I got back from the government, I could buy advertising on the radio. I could buy advertising on the Internet. I could get more customers in and build my business that way. Small business owners, and this is why they're the most important facet. Uh, and this is why you always hear Donald Trump speak about small business owners, because they're the ones that create 75 percent of the jobs in this country. And David's like, I could only, I could hire three more people. It's only three more people. It's a 20 percent increase in your workforce. I mean, a 20 percent increase in your workforce is huge. And that's only because of Donald Trump's economy. Now. Joe Biden gets elected. Joe Biden rolls back those tax cuts that he talked about. Joe Biden starts taxing people who make $400,000 or more. All of a sudden, guess what happens? Those three people that David hired, he's got to fire them. 
He's got to fire those three people because now he's getting taxed out the wazoo. The regulations are going back up. It's more expensive for him to work. All of a sudden, there's there may be more. You've got more uh, cheap labor coming in from overseas because the borders are down. All of a sudden, it's more competitive. He can't compete. Those three people that Donald Trump allowed him to hire and give a livelihood to, they're now back out on the street. And David's company's going the other way. And when the small businesses go the other way, so does the country. 855-765-1045. Quick break. All right, we need two contestants for Fake News Friday. We're going to play it next. 855-765-1045. Get on the horn right now. It's the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. And we are, uh, we're about to do something we like to call Fake News Friday, which is very exciting, yay. This is where, you know, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to figure out what's real news and what's fake news these days. It's so difficult that even Joe Biden, even Joe Biden believes fake news stories uh, are real. And the president referred to guys like my son. He won the Bronze Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal. Referred to them as losers. Losers. Talk about losers. Talk about losers. Eight five. Very emotional moment from uh, Joe Biden's town hall meeting yesterday. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. So it's tough to figure out what's real news and what's fake news, and we want to try to help you figure that out um, with this little game we play, which we like to call Fake News Friday. Let's meet our contestants, shall we? Okay, good. First is Aaron from Arizona. How you doing, Aaron? Uh, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. Sure. Hey, no problem. I love the show, guys. Oh, thanks so much. We're so glad to hear that. Uh, we're going to, let's see, lock you in, and we're going to find out uh, who you're playing against. Looks like it's DJ in Ohio. Hi, DJ. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Hey, we're good, DJ. Thanks so much for joining us. You're going to be playing a little fake news Friday against Aaron in Arizona. You guys ready? Ready. Awesome, yeah. All right, this game's really simple. I'm going to read you both the headline. I'm going to do it one at a time. And uh, all you have to do is tell me once you hear that headline if it's real news or fake news, Okay. Perfect. Aaron, we're going to start with you. Listen carefully. Okay. The media has criticized President Trump for ignoring social distancing guidelines while trying to save a baby in a hot car. Is that real news or is that fake news? Mm. That's got to be real news. You think that's real news? You think the media criticized President Trump for uh, for ignoring social distancing guidelines while trying to save a baby in a hot car? Yeah, I, I think so. They criticized him for everything. Well, so. that is that is true. Uh, unfortunately, that is fake news, though. That is you are fake news. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Donald Trump actually. Grows, I don't think he saves the baby in the hot car. I think he has people. That, I think he goes go save that baby. Yeah, and then people go and say, but you're right. They do criticize him about everything, and in fact. The other day when they were signing that massively historic peace accord between Bahrain, the UAE and Israel, uh, the headline on CNN, I don't know if you saw it, said massive uh, event at White House, no masks or social distancing. And we're like, dudes, it's very it's very important. Um, all right. Very good. That's it. That's how it works. Aaron. It's tough and it's tricky, but you're still in this. DJ, are you ready for your first one? Absolutely. All right. Listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. In an effort to get young people out to vote, Samuel L. Jackson swears to swear in 15 languages if 3,500 people register to vote. Uh, 
Oh, that's got to be fake news. You think that's fake? Samuel L. Jackson, J- Jackson swears he will swear in 15 languages if 3,500 people get out and uh, register to vote. You think that's fake news? That is absolutely hilarious, but I think it's fake news. That is absolutely real news. That actually. That oh, actually, wow. Yeah. Here's the, here's the issue. I would play you the clip to prove it, but I can't because it's just literally him swearing in, in 15 different languages. Uh, all right. So, so far. Wow. I know. I told you it's tough. I told, it's very difficult. They make it very difficult uh, to figure out what's real and what's fake. All right, Aaron, back to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. A 12-year-old was suspended in Colorado over a toy gun scene during his virtual Zoom class. A 12-year-old. That is real news. I read the, I read the article. That is real news. Do you think that's real news? I think that's real news. Yeah, that is real news. Congratulations. Man. Man, you can't even bring a fake gun to fake class anymore. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, I understand if it if it's a fake gun to real class, maybe. But bringing a fake gun to fake class, you get suspended. What's he What's he gonna do? What's he What are they afraid of? Oh, it's crazy. Eight, eight, uh, thanks. All right, so you got yourself a point, Aaron. DJ, are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Jimmy Carter, former president Jimmy Carter says his son smoked Willie smoked smoked <laughs> weed with Willie Nelson on the White House roof. Former president Jimmy Carter says his son smoked weed with Willie Nelson on the White House roof. Roof. Is that real news or is that fake news? Uh Hmm. hmm. That 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 that's got to be fake news. That's got to be. It's got. So you're guessing fake news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, there's so much of that that could be fake. Yeah. That is real news. That is real news. Some uh, tricky questions. Apparently, today. Jimmy Carter's son ducked <laughs> off with Willie Nelson to the roof of the White House, and they uh, they fired one up. Um, I feel like anytime it's weed and Willie Nelson, yeah, I feel like it's true. just got to be real news. Yep. It's got to be real news. It's like a Paul right. Bunyan story. There, there it's we always go. true. Aaron, uh, back to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Academy. Oh, the. I'm oh, sorry. Here we go. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has stripped Schindler's List of its Best Picture Award. Due to a lack of diversity. <laughs> the, the Motion Picture Academy of America has stripped Schindler's List of its Best Picture Award due to a lack of diversity. Is that real news or is that fake news? That's got to be fake news. That is fake news. Look at that. Very very fake news. Yeah, very good. Oh, that fake news. All right, Aaron, that gives you two points. DJ, you're still waiting to get on the board. Maybe you can do it with this next one. Are you ready? Yep. All right, listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. In an effort to reach out to new young customers, EA Sports has added a throw Molotov cocktail feature <laughs> to its Madden 21 football game. In an effort to reach out to new younger customers, 
EA Sports has introduced a throw Molotov cocktail feature to its Madden 21 football game. Do you think that's real news or is that fake news, TJ? Oh, with every, with all the other ones, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know, is Willie Nelson smoking weed? What's happening? Um, I'm going to say fake news. You're going to say fake news. I hope so. Oh, that fake news. Yeah, that is fake news. Nicely done. DJ, you are on the board. Congratulations. All right, Aaron, if you get this one right, then it's a three to one. There's no way DJ can win, okay? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. Protesters, or I'm sorry, protests have erupted in San Diego, California. Yeah. As police shoot a man who was, quote, just one gun away from being unarmed. <laughs> Protests have erupted in San Diego, California, as police shoot a man who was, quote, just one gun away from being unarmed. That's got to be fake news. Fake news, you say? Fake news. Oh, that fake news. Congratulations. That is fake that is fake news. Uh, with a score of three to one, Aaron. You are our big winner today. Nicely done, bravo. Uh DJ, thanks so much for playing. We really appreciate those were tough ones today, man. Those were those were super tough ones. Uh eight five five seven six five one oh four five. All right, we got a couple more minutes. We'll squeeze in a couple more phone calls here before the weekend. It's the Marque Show on one oh four point five WOKV. We'll be right back. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 uh, is our number. And we got a couple more minutes here before the end of the show. I can't believe how quickly this show goes. Uh, we have somebody that wants to comment on this uh, clip from the uh, the Joe Biden town hall yesterday. And the president referred to guys like my son. He won the Bronze Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal. Referred to them as losers. Losers. Talk about losers. Yeah. Uh, Matt in Kansas. How are you, Matt? What do you want to say? Uh, doing great. Thanks for having me on. I love the show. Oh, good. Uh, look, I think everybody just just needs to ease up a little bit on, on, on Biden here. I mean, he's obviously having a senior moment on this. Um, Trump does think that his son's a loser. The problem is that it's Hunter Biden, not his dead son. <laughs> not both. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Not both. That's yeah. a great point. So, I mean, the other thing is, the other thing that he should be wearing, like, a, you know, a headband, like from Seinfeld, Lloyd Bridges. And, uh, you know, it, I, I just picture him being in go time because Lloyd Bridges, you know, Lloyd Bridges was always, you know, doing this whole act of, yeah. uh, you know, exercising. And, you know, you know, you got Biden always challenging people to push ups or, you know, taking you out to the back or going, whatever. Yeah, going on his bike so, ride or whatever. You're right about that. Listen, that, thanks for the call, Matt. We really appreciate it. that. was funny. Yeah, your son is a loser, but it's Hunter. That's the loser, uh, not Bo. 855-765-1045. Somebody did write me. A woman wrote me the other day on Facebook and said, I don't know if anyone's thought of this the other day, but I had a senior moment. Except Instead of senior moment, I told everyone I had a Biden moment, which is probably, that's probably a thing. 855-765-1045. Bubba in Callahan. How you doing, Bubba? Good morning, Mark. Happy Trump Day. Happy Trump. Well, uh, happy Trump Day to you, too. I guess every day is Trump Day in Callahan. Uh, what would you want to say oh, today, yeah. Bubba? Uh, I want to ask you um, your opinion on the uh, on the uh, electoral vote versus the uh, popular vote. Okay, sure. How's, how how is the president going to fare this time around on the popular vote? On the popular vote? Yes. Probably he's going to get less of the popular vote than he did before, 
uh, which will really anger the Democrats when he when he let's say he loses. Let's say there's a five million or six million vote disparity in the popular vote, but he still wins the Electoral College. Think about how upset the Democrats are going to be then. That's probably true. Yeah. I mean, I mean they, we, get, they get pissed. They get pissed every day at him for him just sneezing. That is true. That is true, Bob. And and basically, here's what's going to happen. You've got a lot of people, and thanks for calling. We appreciate it because people ask me. They go, "How can that happen? How can the how can the disparity in the popular vote get bigger and Donald Trump still win the electoral college?" It's very simple. Uh, places, big places where Donald Trump won bigly, he may not win as bigly. For example, Texas. He could still pick up 500,000 or he could still lose 500,000 votes in Texas and still win the state. Uh, you know, a lot of people have moved from California, that kind of place. Uh, there could be Trump voters in California who are now voting for Joe Biden for whatever reason, because their house is burning down and they think Donald Trump's the reason. He could lose California, New York, larger parts of Texas, Florida. You know, he didn't lose Florida by a huge margin, but every state he could lose a couple more votes. And that disparity between the Electoral College and the popular vote could go up and he could still win. Now, I feel very secure. And again, we didn't even get to the Rasmussen today, but the Rasmussen presidential approval rating today for Donald Trump is at 53 percent, 53 percent. I want to say that's the highest it's ever been for him. I don't even know. I have to go back and check. But I have to say, in three years, I don't think I've ever seen a 53 percent approval rating for Donald Trump with Rasmussen. And again, job approval is different than who are you going to vote for? Job approval is is a is a great way. It's a great metric to look at, because if somebody approves of the job their president is doing, they are less likely to change the person who's doing that job. And we always say, especially if the alternative is Joe Biden, um, 855-765. Oh, 1045 is our number. This is Anthony in Kentucky. Hi, Anthony. How are you? Hey, Mark. How are you doing today? Doing great, Anthony. Thanks so much for calling. What did you want to say? I just wanted to say, you know, I, I hear you guys got a lot of older older folks come on the show, and I've never really heard someone, you know, around my age. I'm 24 years old. Mm -hmm. and, you know, there's a lot of us running around the country my age acting like freaking idiots, burning the country down. Showing their ass, excuse my language, but yeah, I just wanted to come on here and let you know that most, a lot of people my age, not all of us are retarded. A lot of us, you know, we we see we see things for what it is. We see we see Biden for who he is. Yeah, we see him as the puppet, you know. And I got I got to be honest with you, when when the 2016 election came around, I wasn't for you know Hillary or Trump. I you know I did my research and you know I was. I still am to this day. I'm a libertarian, but I, I throw my, my lot in with Trump because, you know, he's best for the country. Yeah. But, uh, well, listen, Anthony, we and we look, we do have a lot of older people who listen to the show and call in. Um, but we appreciate that you're calling in to let us know, hey, there's some millennials out there, too, who aren't just hanging out on TikTok, but they're aware of what's going on in the world. And they're ready to uh, they're ready to support the president and, you know, and tell everybody and go out there. Don't just call us and tell us. Tell all your friends, too. On November 3rd, they have to go vote. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Quick break. Oh, no, we're out. We're done. A really, It's a long break. It's two days. We'll be back on Monday. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh, all that and more coming up. Stay tuned to 104.5 WOKV.